0: Some people love Shakespeare, others not so much, but a Shakespeare adaptation is always a good time. Constellation Theatre at 14th and T is featuring a musical called Desperate Measures. It's based off of Shakespeare's play Measure for Measure, but it's set in the Wild West. A gunslinging nun teams up with a sheriff and a saloon dancer to save her brother. Buy tickets now at constellationtheater.org The show runs through March 17th. Once again, that's constellationtheater.org
1: Today on CityCast DC, this fall, DC will open its first new neighborhood high school in decades. This is in the Palisades neighborhood of northwest Washington. The new principal of MacArthur High School, Harold McRae, is here to talk about how you pick a mascot and start traditions for a brand new school, and he's also going to tell you why he thinks parents should enroll their kids at his school ASAP. Today is Thursday, July 6th. I'm Michael Schaefer, and here's what DC is talking about. Dr. Harold McRae, you have an interesting position because you are the principal of a school that doesn't yet exist. And that's because you're doing something that no one has done in a very long time in D.C., which is you are starting a new all-purpose high school, MacArthur High School, it's called right now. What's been the hardest and most surprising part of the job right now?
2: Uh... Sleep. (laughs) Um, And I say that because with opening up a brand new school, there's so many things that you have to think about, Um, especially the students are top of mind, choosing programming, making sure that the community is, you know, at ease with a new school coming into there, answering the questions of the parents while still dealing with the politics of the city, even working with construction and making sure that, you know, you're getting the right things for your school, the purchases that need to happen, making sure that Amazon and all those other deliveries are going to the right. So, I, so, there's so many different things to think about. But um, I think the hardest part is just making sure that you have everything that you're going to need for day one.
1: So, I'm curious about opening a school from scratch, which is, mm-hmm. again, you know, not a thing that's happened that – I mean, it happens with charter schools quite frequently, but it's mm-hmm. not happened with public schools. Are you going to start it with all four grades right away, or is it going to slowly build up?
2: It's going to slowly build up. So, for our first year, we'll have a um, projected total of 200 ninth graders and a uh, – 50, 10th graders. Got it. Got it.
1: And then, you know, the, the thing of high school is you go there and it's got all these traditions built in and these are the school mm-hmm. colors and these are the teams and every, you know, every October we do this. You're going to get to do something cool which is like invent traditions. So, Like, how do you, how'd you pick the school colors and the team name? Or do you, have you done that yet?
2: Yeah. So when I first got started in January, I was going on what you would call like a promotional tour about the school to the different um, students to kind of get them excited about the school. And on this promotional tour, before I would leave, I would always ask them, you know, we don't have a mascot, you know, we don't have any colors. So go ahead and let me know what you would like. As your school mascot and what you would like for your school colors. And from each school that I went to, we kind of narrowed it down and then we put it together into a survey and then we sent it out to them, to the families, to the communities. And we even sent it to um, some of the lower classmen who will eventually be coming here, you know, to get them excited about the new high school. So the official colors are navy blue and teal and they have chosen the MacArthur mammoth. So we're the home of the mammoths. And so we're so excited. How much
1: do you, as the principal
2: of a high school,
1: get a choice in a curriculum? Or or is this a thing that it's gonna be the same curriculum as other DC high
2: schools? As a principal, I have the autonomy about the type of program that I would like to have in my particular school. And one of the things that was very important to me is I wanted to kind of cater towards the community and the needs of the students. Again, through these promotional tours, students were very adamant about making sure they got into their top universities, their choices. They wanted to make sure that, not only that we were gonna prepare them for college, but prepare them to actually get through college and graduate. And so one of the things that we were looking at was a couple of different programming options. And we settled on offering honors and AP courses to our students. And so at MacArthur High School, we have no general education courses. So there will be no general classes. Everything will either be an honors course, a pre-AP course, or an um, advanced placement course. So we did that because we wanted to ensure that our students would be able not to just compete with other students across the district, but globally. The mission is centered around, you know, developing, global leaders so that they can go out and be successful. And that was the work that we've done here so far.
1: You know, when I was in high school, maybe it was like this for you, too. Like there was like on the campus, there was this one area where like everyone knew like the seniors hang out over there and the freshmen Mm -hmm. hang out over there. I'm fascinated with how the kids are going to sort of colonize the place and develop that kind of geography and that sort of stuff on their own.
2: Yeah, it's, it's amazing. There's some great spots on the campus. One of the things that me and the team talk about a lot is how do we make this more like a college feel? How do we ensure that, you know, they feel comfortable and have the flexibility around the building? And so we have like this atrium over here with beautiful natural light that could probably seat about 20 to 30 students. And then behind the cafeteria, we're going to put tables and make a, like a little outdoor cafe back there for them. And in the front of the school currently, there's like this garden out there but it has seating and so there are like a couple spots throughout the campus in which students can you know i'm sure they're going to be able to hang out but what we've done um and we actually do this about once a week we take a walk through the campus and kind of identify some of these spots and figure out how we can um beautify it for our students so like a beautification day where the community can come out because i know that these are going to be areas that kids are just going to love to hang out at
1: Right. But so right now, when you say
2: we, it's the faculty and the it's the grownups. Yeah, you're right. And then we'll host an open house for our students closer to when school starts. And then there's like a three-day orientation for our students as well. So there are a couple moments in which they'll be able to come in and kind of share their ideas and what they would want their program to be like as well.
1: What kind of teachers were receptive to that pitch? I mean, Is it going to be mostly people who have been in DCPS and are shifting from another school of people moving here for the job?
2: We've interviewed over 150 people to work here. Um, One of the things that was a push for us, not anything against first year teachers because we think they're lovely. We think they're great and we'd love to nurture them to stay into the profession. But with the caliber of work that we are asking for from the individuals, we needed um, experience, folks, because you're going to have to do a little bit more than a typical average teacher would have to do when a school's opening. Because we're such a small staff, you're going to have extra on your plate just because we have to um, fulfill the needs of our students. And so once I sold that information to them, we started hiring where about half of the staff is from DCPS and half the staff are from other places. We wanted to ensure that we got like a global perspective. And so we have teachers who are coming from Puerto Rico, some Italian native speaking teachers for, to teach our Italian courses. We have an engineering coming from Alaska. There's a-
1: wait, 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 Italian? Italian course? Why do you have
2: an Italian course? Oh, because our middle school students, outside of Spanish, the second highest foreign language of our incoming students is Italian. And so (laughs) with, you know, the school district, we want to continue to keep them on their same track. So we'll be offering Spanish, Italian, and virtual Chinese because we have some students who have already taken Chinese 1 and Chinese 2. It was just important, and I didn't want to create a school with people who had the same mindset, so to speak, but I also just wanted to get people who what come and bring a different perspective and a different background from a different district. Um, For myself, I came into DCPS in 2019. Prior to that, I was in Prince George's County for 14 years, so I'm coming in with a different perspective of how a different school system runs and I can bring some of those different things into the district.
0: The New Arbor at Tacoma is built for your most convenient urban living. Whether you want to enjoy the vibrant Tacoma DC community or comfortably retreat into a sleek sanctuary all your own. The kitchens have striking dark navy and white cabinets and throughout the home there are wood floors and smart home technology. Some homes even have a private outdoor space. With a quick walk to the metro, you can easily head into downtown or stay close and enjoy the retail that's on site. Located at 218 Cedar Street Northwest, The Arbor Tacoma offers brand new one- and two-bedroom condos starting in the upper 300,000s. Visit thearborattacoma.com for more information. That's Tacoma with a K. So T-H-E-A-R-B-O-R-A-T-T-A-K-O-M-A dot com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com.
1: Well, let's back up a sec just to the sort of reason why you are even doing this. The new school, MacArthur High School, is located on MacArthur Boulevard, as the name suggests, which is in Ward 3, which is also where Jackson Reed High School is. Why did the city need a new high school in Ward 3?
2: Um, to relieve the overcrowding of Jackson Reed. Um, I think it was owed to this community to kind of have like a neighborhood school that would be for them. Jackson Reed is an excellent high school and, you know, the people of this community wanted the same thing, just not at a larger scale. And so DCPS moved forward with it and it's opening this fall.
1: So there's been a lot of talk about the location specifically. Uh, MacArthur Mm -hmm. Boulevard has got a bus line really far from the Metro
2: though. But what are the pros and cons as you see it of where it is? I do see it as a con for students who don't live directly like in walking distance, but this Mm -hmm. is still their neighborhood school, you know, having to travel for quite a while on the bus, you know, a 40, 50 minute ride to get here. It can be daunting on a high school student, but I also see it as an opportunity um, because you're actually getting to go to a high school that's unique in a sense. It's starting from the ground up. It's offering the um, the highest of courses that you could potentially offer to a particular school. It's in a much smaller setting. They actually have the opportunity to develop some of the um, clubs and the activities. And so like the traditions that you would already have at some of these other high schools, these kids get to start here. And it's been a great selling point for us. So we do imagine our first year, we'll probably have like half the students probably ride in the bus and some of them will be dropped off by their parents. Some kids will bike. So, you know, we're requesting bike racks and things of that nature, but we're hopeful because the families that are enrolling are adamant about getting their children here.
1: I'm curious, um, do you have stats so far? You you mentioned expecting 200 ninth graders and 50 10th Mm -hmm. graders. How many, you know, within that group, how many of them come from Ward 3? How many of them come from elsewhere in
2: the city? So right now, we're about 60% enrolled, and majority of the students are from War 3. Got
1: it, got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the others? Like, where are they coming from, and what is their interest, I mean, insofar as you've found out, and going to a new school instead of... Their
2: own neighborhood school. So, yeah, so we do have a handful of students who are coming from private school transferring back into DCPS. You have some students who are coming from charter schools that are in Ward 7 and 8 who, you know, want to give us a try, want a different experience. And this is not to take away anything from the DCPS schools in Ward 7 and 8. It's just that, you know, I guess there's this what do you call it? This reputation, so to speak, of students getting an education in Ward 3 where they might feel like their child is safer or things of that nature.
1: You're in this really unique position where you've got a lot of power of sort of setting Mm -hmm. traditions in motion that will then carry on uh, over the years and and decades. Is there any aspect of like your traditional American high school that you are trying to avoid replicating? Oh,
2: it's a great question. I don't think we're even thinking about avoiding some type of tradition. I think we've been so focused on what can we create that will help us stand out that might be particularly different from other high schools. And so it first started with our programming. We know that a lot of schools don't right away offer your pre AP courses as the standard course for coming into high school. There are some high schools in which students would have to take a double dose of math and ELA. And instead of doing that for us, we just have year-long classes in that one particular course. And then, of course, the size that I think that's probably the biggest difference than a lot of the other high schools is that we're traditionally going to be a traditionally smaller school, so to speak. Now, eventually, over time, we'll get up to at least 800 students, but still compare that to a lot of high schools across the nation that's still considerably small.
1: Right. And I, th- I think what I hear you saying, we're talking about the, the all honors courses and the, the no general education courses and stuff, mm-hmm. is that if you are a parent who is uh, hoping to, to raise an overachiever in an academic sense, this school, even though it's new, even though it doesn't it doesn't have a track record yet, is a safe place for you. Correct. Um, And I think, I assume, particularly in in MacArthur Boulevard, that's like a kind
2: of marketing necessity. It is a high demand. And just because they want their children to have that type of education, which is fine, which parent would not. So
1: what happens now? School opens in September and it's off to the races?
2: Yeah, it's go It'll be go time. Um, (laughs) You know, I don't think everything will be 100% perfect, of course, Mm -hmm. as much as I would like it to be. But we're going to see. I think all of the prep work that is being done prior to school starting, all of the events that we'll have leading up to school starting so that it's not the first time that they've seen each other. It's not the first time they've interacted with staff. It's not the first time that they hear what the expectations are. I think it just makes day one that much easier.
1: So people coming in the first year when it's not, you know, all the grades are not there and so on. Will there be things like a football team basketball
2: team? Great question. So the sports that we're offering here at MacArthur um, for the first year will be um, basketball. It will be flag football for girls. We'll be offering cross country.
1: And it's the expectation that it would then expand as the school expanded?
2: Yes, absolutely. So as we get more students, we'll be able to offer more things. But unfortunately, we'll not ever be able to offer football just because we don't have a high school regulated field.
1: So tell me uh, beyond that, how do you see it evolving in five years, 10 years?
2: Five years from now, I'll see this place as one of the premier high schools in the nation, being known for their academics, being known for the sports teams that we do have. It's a school where kids are excelling. They're doing things all across the city, being highlighted. Staff members are really being acknowledged for the hard work that they're being done and they're being seen. I see this as a place where everybody will be trying to go to. And I'm just looking forward to that first graduating class. It's going to be so special just because, you know, they came in, they've endured for the 10th graders the three years that they've been here with the curriculum and it shows to speak volumes of, hey, not only did I come in excel, I came in, I tried these courses, I was able to get through, I passed these things, I'm going to these universities, these were the opportunities that were presented to me, and it's just gonna be a phenomenal place to work.
1: Harold McCray, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
1: And before you go, here is some quick news. There was a series of deadly shootings across the district on the 4th of July. Four men were killed in separate incidents, and another shooting in northwest D.C. left nine people injured. The fatalities bring D.C. to a total of at least eight homicides in the first four days of July. Also, two French bulldogs were stolen from their owners at gunpoint in southwest D.C. on Monday. Immediately before this incident, the suspects had unsuccessfully attempted to steal another person's dog by grabbing the leash from them. Finally, Virginia is mandating that hospitals disclose the prices of medical procedures on their websites. With this increase in transparency, patients can compare prices and make informed decisions about their health care. Many hospitals were not following the federal rule, which requires price transparency. So the new state law should help with enforcement. That's all for today here on CityCast DC. If you enjoyed the show, tell the world. And if you love our show and want this kind of content in written form, subscribe to our morning newsletter. Just text DC to 66866. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye.
2: Oh, I feel like I'm forgetting something. I'm having a brain freeze.